With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maybe I'm crazy, but Uncle Kobe is turning back into Black Mamba very quickly. Ooh, yes. I like this new version of Kobe. I know. I'm, a, I'm turning to a big Kobe fan. Uh, he's Uncle Kobe is getting a little feisty now in, in his old age. We'll get to that a little later. <laughs> maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. It's okay. You can have some water. I know. I was just saying. Um, I think we're matching mm. a little today. Yep. Ooh, what you got? Ooh. Right? Like, we're kind of... Yes. Kinda we didn't yes. plan that. Well, and I... The only reason I went this way, I just feel like Deontay Wilder is full of drip. And I just don't want to get... Drip. I just don't want to get completely out drip, so I just want my drip jacket. Uh, yes, because he, he's icy today. He yes. is going to join us a little bit later. The action's on the back. The action's on the back today. Ooh. What's that? So, Whose mouth is that? I don't know. Like Marilyn Manson's mouth. Uh, okay. Uh, um, anyway, yes. Deontay Wilder, the Bronze Bomber, is going to join us uh, a little bit later. We've got yes. a lot to get into today. A lot a lot happened. Uh, Quite a bit. Basically, since Friday until today, it's been a lot. There's a lot, news of, st- a lot news. of stuff happening. Right. Um, yeah, so we'll get into all of that, um, but let's get started with Deontay Wilder. All right, we got Deontay Wilder, hey. world heavyweight champ, the bronze bomber. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, congrats on a, a very exciting fight. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't necessarily the outcome that you wanted, but um, I mean, to me, my opinion, let's just get started with my opinion. I don't know how you knock somebody down twice and not win. Uh, but also, to me, if you're the aggressive fighter and that happens, you should also get the win. Mm. But I'm not a boxing judge, so that's just what was my opinion on the fight. But I know you are disappointed it was a draw, but what was your feel walking away from that fight on Saturday? You know, um, for me, I feel if you're going to be the champion, you definitely have to dominate the champion, mm. you know, to be the champion. And um, I felt that although I was the smaller guy, I'm always the smaller guy uh, in my fights. These guys, this guy weighed me like 50-something. Um, plus pounds. Yeah, he looked it too. Like yeah. not, not. I'm um, like, he's obviously taller than you, right. but you guys have two different builds. Right, most definitely. Is that a nice and, way to say that? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but you thinned out for that fight too. That's the that's the lightest you had come into. Uh, that, that's the lightest I've been since um, since the the start of my professional career. When <laughs> I when I started, I I started my career um, back in November uh, 2008 on the Jermaine Taylor and, and Corey Spinks card. I was 207. Dang. I weighed in at 212. My official weigh-in, like, I'm dressed. Right. And the officials come in and, like, we got to weigh you for official, like, weigh-in or whatever. And when I weighed in and got on that scale, I was 209. I was like, my mouth dropped. I'm like, what? So you thought you were you were I thought I was more, like, I thought I, you know, inflated up a little bit. Like, and what did he officially weigh He was at? 260. Yeah. <laughs> Looked it too. I'm like, I mean, that sounds crazy, especially because it's boxing and you have weight classes, but the heavyweight class is unlimited. It's unlimited. So. It's unlimited. That's why I don't worry about weight. I tell people I'd rather be the part than look the part. As mm-hmm. growing up, I've seen many people 
you know, act like they depart. But when yeah. it's time to come down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. they the first ones, you know, mm-hmm. nowhere to be seen or whatever. But you know, you act the part. I'm, I am the part, and I know I have power, and my power is so unique. It is so real. You know, me being um, my talent is so real and so unique that I can get away with so many different things. Just like my weight, I don't really, I don't really put too much pressure on me with it dealing with my weight mm-hmm. because I know my power. You know, it's real. My power carry not only from the first round, but it from the first round, but it'll always it'll go all the way through to the last inning of the twelfth round. And that's what I was most surprised to see because I've seen I've seen some of your fights and I've seen on Instagram knockout artists and and, that, and that's what you do, and that's what we're here to see. Mm-hmm. But once they got past the tenth round and you saw going eleventh and on that twelfth when you came out and, and gave him a little combo and knocked yeah. him out in the twelfth, I was like, oh. He's not only a knockout artist, he has stamina as well. Yes, for sure, for sure. And I in that fight I felt like I was the more aggressive fighter and I felt like I landed more effective punches. Mm-hmm. Although I missed a lot, you know, I overthrown I overthrew a lot of punches and, and uh, every day I'm kicking myself in the butt. It's like Were you going for a knockout? Um, I was so anxious. <laughs> Knock his big ass out. Oh my goodness. That's the answer to the question. Oh my goodness. I mean, obviously, it's always nice to knock somebody out, but we know it's a sweet science. Like Floyd Mayweather, uh, you know, undefeated. He's mm-hmm. a defensive artist. Like, he doesn't knock people out, but right. he wins. So, Fury but was looking like were, Mayweather out there. You were going for the knockout. I was definitely going for the knockout for the simple fact that, you know, we haven't had this excitement in America in so long mm-hmm. dealing with the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. And if I've, I always feel like it's up to me. I always feel like this heavyweight division in America is 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 on my back. I gotta carry it. People always talking about the golden era and back in the day and stuff like that. It's no good to talk about the past. Mm. For, the past that past is the past, and what happened in the past will be in the past. But they say history repeats itself. So how about you be someone to to be able to support what's going on right now? If you want the golden era, support it and make it make it. Let's make it happen like that. It's America true. got one of the baddest men in the the baddest man on the planet right here in America, you know, hands down. So let's make it to that point and to 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 be able to do it in LA when the last exciting fight was uh Klitschko versus Lennox Lewis mm-hmm. 2004, the heavyweight division died down in America. There was no talks about the heavyweight. I right. remember it was a time no one knew who, who was the heavyweight of the champion of the world were. Yeah. No one, because it was European. A European guy had it. Mm-hmm. So for me, my goal getting into boxing, I always like I want to bring the excitement back here. I want people to be excited about it. Man, we got a lot of fighters that risk our. We risk our lives in the ring each and every time. Look at Dunn and Stevens, one of my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a coma right now. You know, boxing is a brutal sport. You, your head is not meant to be hit in this sport. Your head mm. not to be meant. Your head is not meant to be hit. Period. You know, and if guys get knocked out, oh, you know, it, it makes it even worse. You know, when we are, when we get out of the ring, it may not affect us that day, mm. or tomorrow, or next week, yeah. or next month. But when the adrenaline comes down, yeah. And I'm talking about far as you getting punched right. in the face mm. and your brain's being shook all the time, you getting knocked out. 
It don't that don't supposed to happen. Your your you, you start to deteriorate over time, and that's why you start seeing fighters come out a couple of years, a couple of years, whether they have Parkinson's or whether they have slurs as they speech, or they don't know what's going on, and they start doing crazy things, and mm-hmm. you just think, oh, he's a fighter, you know, you know. Some people just get that that image. Some people give us that image that right. because we're fighters, gladiators, we, and whatnot. We got to be mean. We got to do crazy things or whatever. They just think it's natural for us. So when you get a fighter that's doing things that's unnatural to do or just crazy, like why he why he shot his cousin or why is he hitting this or why is he you know doing all this crazy stuff? It's not just because he's a fighter because. It's just, it's just like people get the perspective of me in the ring, mm-hmm. but they don't know me outside of the ring. I'm totally different from what I display in the ring and what I talk about on um, different media outlets or whatever. When I talk about certain things in boxing, I must be confident in myself. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just being confident. I, I dare not say, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to try my – but no, I'm going to say I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to say this is what's going to happen because that's what I believe and that's what I'm going to speak and that's what I'm going to receive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And that's how it is. But outside of boxing, man, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the most easiest guy to talk to. I'm the most, you know, I'm one of the most greatest guys outside of boxing because – when I meet people, I, I connect with the energy. I'm an mm-hmm. energy person. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I ain't got time to have this certain type of, you know, image on my back, and I gotta walk around. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'm the right. champ. I knocked you out. I'm the right. champ. Hell no, man. That well, that would be me. exhausting. It's yeah, yeah. oh my goodness. You can be so tired after these interviews. <laughs> <you're doing today. laughs> so, do you want a rematch with Fury, or would you rather fight Anthony Joshua? I'm giving Tyson Fury a, a rematch ASAP. Ooh. So, um, you know what happened Saturday night? It was it was an amazing event. You know, and um, you got one side thinking he won. Like I said again, you got one side saying I I won, and you got the in the middle people that actually thought it was a draw. So when it's like that and you having this being taught around the world, you got to go back into it and do it again. You got to go immediately. I don't want to fight no one else but Fury. I don't think Fury want to fight no one else but me. He want to get the opportunity back because it was such an explosive, explosive fight. It's such an exciting fight. You got to do it again, and it makes it even bigger. I'm going to tell you one. Uh, besides, I felt that the ref – Took a long time for the counter, whatever, because mm. many judges would have wrote that off. I know in the UK you would have, he would have waved that, they would have waved that off. I got a, I got a brother in Malik Scott. He fought a guy named um, 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 uh, Derek Chisora over in the UK. My brother was on on the knee at nine, and they said nine. He was getting up ten. They waved it right mm-hmm. on off. Most guys that would have seen, when I hit Fury, I saw his eyes roll right in the back of his. I knew it was immediately. When I saw that, it was over. His family thought it was over. You walked away like it, it, it looked over. It looked all the way over. It was over. Only God woke him up. I, I, I was about to say, I was about to say, you talking about take, speaking things into existence. Man. As much as you said you was going to knock somebody out, walk in that ring, he said I would not be knocked out. And you saw God be like, hey. No, Come he on, he still should he still could have got counted out and I Man. thought it would yeah. be completely fair to do a 10 count on him after that knockout. All but right, you know, so you we're know, all I'm, looking forward to the rematch. Then. But I'm yeah. always optimistic about the situation and I, and I look at this situation as this um if I would have knocked him out early 
going into this fight, people already said, well, he's already been mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. this amount of time. He didn't have drug abuse on his body, mental illness and stuff like that. So they already was building the excuse for me if I would have knocked him out early. Being that he survived and did what he did, oh, he won, this isn't it. You was the same people saying that he wasn't ready. You mm-hmm. was the same people said he needed more time. He's not ready for 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 a while. Now that he survived and did the unexpected, now all of a sudden you want to switch sides and mm-hmm. oh he wanted this and that. So I'm 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 kind of happy that it happened in this way. God don't make mistakes. Amen. God got that man up for a reason, mm-hmm. and the reason was to have it again. So now more it's even the playing the ground. More money, hey. even playing the ground makes it exciting. America is exciting, and that's all they're talking about. And, and, and you know and. Uh, mission is 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 is, form, is forming to be accomplished because my whole thing was to 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 bring awareness to the heavyweight division, mm-hmm. to boxing period in America to let these guys know we are great. We're because greatness is only determined by service. We all are great. When you apply. <laughs> Speaking of being ready for the fight, you broke your arm mm-hmm. 12 weeks Ooh. before the fight, mm-hmm. which you said after the fight, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because so, under wraps, that's, you said you went under, okay, that's and so you, a scar. And so you, right, there's Ooh. a scar, and you had surgery right away. Mm-hmm. I had surgery right away. Um, and that's the finisher. It's the finisher. This is the finisher. Did it bother you at all during the fight? It didn't. It didn't bother me during the fight, but it bothered me after the fight. It didn't bother me during the fight only for the simple fact that um, you have so much drilling rush. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you get in a street fight, you get cut, you get stabbed. Let's say you get stabbed or whatever, or you get whatever. You can get shot and not even know it because of the the drilling rush. You ever seen a situation where you you had a person? Casually, he said that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you get in a fight, you get stabbed. You don't know the <laughs> but you becoming you get that no, you, you get that heroic here. moment right. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but you don't feel nothing until after the fight and you're like my arm was so swe- swollen it was it was crazy but i'm a, i don't make excuses I, at least at least i try not to make excuses in right. this sport there's so many things that goes wrong with me in certain times that i just don't make excuses i'm a true warrior mm. and how i was raised i had to get it no one wants to hear excuses i was born into i was born into this world with no opportunity you know what i'm saying every opportunity i had i had yeah. to create an opportunity maybe because i don't even want to go there with that but but I never had opportunities. I always had to make them. So when you ain't got opportunities from the start, nobody don't want to hear your excuses mm. in the end. You know what I'm saying? True. So I, I don't I don't make excuses. And when it's over with, it's okay to say, well, I had this going on, yeah. I had that going on, because it's over. Right. And it, it, it's the past now. So I'm gonna let you know I fought off of this, but I don't I don't I don't take me breaking my hand had nothing to do with the fight. In that fight, I fought. I was fighting against Fury, and I was fighting against myself. Mm. You know, I was so anxious to get this guy out of there. You know, I was so anxious to make this this event such a success, not only for myself, but for America, for the state of boxing here in this country. Because boxing is like the last sport in in, in this country, which this is the toughest sport in the world. Yeah, you ain't finding 
you know, these guys or kids growing up, I want to fight. I want to just get into boxing. It's one thing when you get into boxing. It's two things you're going to find out. Either you can take the punches and go with the training, or you can take the training and can't accept the punches. A lot of people, I've seen many, you know, hard balls try to get into boxing because they feel like they're undefeated in the streets. I'm right, undefeated right. in the street. Yeah. <laughs> and then try to get in the ring, they won't even get in there. Different game. It's a different mm-hmm. ball game. And you know, it was it was a lot of pressure on me. It just it was just overwhelming just to walk out and see so many people there. What was it know? like at, at at Staples? We were talking about when you came in, uh the music that you came into, right. which is J-Rock. the perfect song, J Rock win. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh you had quite the outfit. Mm-hmm. It, it went it went very viral. True, uh, true. Yes, it was very interesting. How, first of all, how did you pick your outfit? How did you land on that? Well, uh, my outfit was uh, yeah. I went to Cosmos, Co- um, Cosmos here on, on Melrose. Um, I'm sure y'all familiar with Cosmos. It's Cosmo. a costume store, right? Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, for yeah. sure. They built, you know, they work with a lot of people. They built things and um, no and refunds. <laughs> no reason for that, right? <laughs> this is made for you. <laughs> so uh, I seen the poncho with the feathers, uh, real peacock feathers around right. and stuff like mm. that. And, and and my thing was for this fight is to show uh, I wanted to be a true king. You know what I mean? I'm saying I'm the king of the heavyweight division. I'm the baddest man on the planet. So I wanted that thing. You know, so... Uh, so the guys, they you know, we got that, pun- we got that, that poncho to come over with the... Um, the feathers and I'm like I need some pants so they like they start creating things in their head and um, and they start putting things together and like we got you don't worry about that that mindset like when you when you when you're able to create things and you do it you like like I said you're applying your greatness to right, it right. you know you come up with all all types of things so I let them do what they was going to do with their mindset because I, I'm looking at all the other things that they have in here, the things that they're making and stuff. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, who would think of certain things? My, my mom have a, a fashion and designing um, degree and her mind is, is, is open. You know, my mind is open. You know, I don't like dealing with narrow-minded people because they can Ooh. only see it one way. I like to deal with open-minded people because they can get, they can, they can see it in varieties Amen. of ways. You know what I'm saying? It's open, and it don't matter where you're from. You can be from a small place and have some of the biggest idea. You just need the opportunity to express yourself. Well, you, you know, know it was the purpose of all of it was to create an environment and a show. Um, I think that you guys did that for sure. Now, you say you come from a small place, mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Correct. Mm-hmm. My grandfather's from Mobile, Alabama. Ah, oh, I love yes. Mobile. You have Mobile? Yeah, it's like the, the original, the, the original like New Orleans is down there. Mm-hmm. In Mobile? I've been yeah. in Mobile in a long yeah, time. Like, yeah, um, yeah, you, but, know, you know they got the Mardi Gras from us now. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the original so, one yeah. Yeah. They, Alabama. They, they yeah. claim to have that one, yeah. so they, they, they compete mm-hmm. with the Mardi Gras. Um, but you got a nice, nice little video from Nick Saban. You're a Bama fan. Did you get to watch the game before the fight? I didn't. You didn't. I didn't. What do you what, what do you do before a fight? Before a fight, I'm, I'm mostly like meditating, trying to get my mind right for this fight because I'm gonna put my life on the line. Right. Mm-hmm. And anybody know anything about putting your life on the line? You know, it can be a a, uh, a moment of silence for yourself because you just you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You can have the motivation and the confidence to go do what you gotta do, but sometimes life brings. Uh, bring things that you you couldn't see, you know. You know, like for me, I always say to have a great testimony, you ha- you got to have a greater test. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go through tests in life, and then once we overcome that test, it's a testimony. You know, many people 
can have the same and can go through the same things or, or, or can relate to you. And many people try to try to see how did you overcome this situation and different things like that. So, you know, um, I forgot the question. You know, oh, we talking about Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you are a Bama fan. You played football in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, and played basketball too. Correct. Right. Football. Baseball, if I had time for soccer, I would have played that as well. Ooh. Soccer, interesting. Mm-hmm. I played soccer. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, I was what position? Striker. Uh, I was very I w- fast. Y'all can guess back my, in the day. my position in soccer. <laughs> what you, what Goalie? Was you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <wait>. That's <laughs> what I, I, I wanted to be. I know, I know. I appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> the respect and the pause. <laughs> Y'all respecting me with the pause, but let's be real. What's, it, what's, his, what's his name oh, from, um, nice. from uh, Mighty Ducks? Goldberg? Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spirit of Yeah. Soccer, interesting. Uh... I actually think that what you're doing, like you talk about the the heavyweight division in, in America. I'm, I, I love boxing, and mm. I, it bothers me that boxing isn't as exciting as it used mm-hmm. to be. And to me, it's because boxing and the fight game in general is about personalities. Mm. And like, you have to sell a fight. Because, I mean, we can go put great athletes, great boxers up there. If nobody knows who it is, like, why do I care about why they're boxing? Like, you need that emotional human element of it because it's such a brutal sport i need to care why i want this person to win or this person or whatever so you gotta sell a fight to me for it to be good and ufc has kind of taken over that space that i think the american heavyweights have kind of not on purpose but that void that that Mm. existed why do you think so because I think that they've done a good job of marketing their fighters. Hmm. So I think it's a completely different sport, but like the, the, the fighting fans that have been looking for that excitement, a lot of them, to me, have migrated to UFC, even though I think that boxing is the pure sport mm-hmm. and the more traditional and the more international. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what and I think. make the most money. Yes, for sure. Uh, but I think a big part of that is because kids do what they see. It's why baseball has struggled in the inner cities because mm-hmm. you, 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 know, you have your LeBrons, mm-hmm. you have your uh, you know, Antonio Browns, you mm-hmm. have your Cam Newton. So kids see, okay, I want to change my situation or I want to play professional sports. I want to be LeBron. I want to be Steph Curry. I want to be Cam Newton. You know, I want to be Russell Wilson. Like you, you, you do what you see. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's why you know, it's important to have diversity. But for what your point is, I think a lot of the reason why kids don't get into boxing, why there aren't so many heavyweight American boxers is because they're you need someone like you. Because they mama. And that. <laughs> and that. And that's why football's hurting too, though. Because for a long time, it was like football is an easy way. It's almost right. like a corporate way. Right. There's a structure to it. There's not so much structure in boxing. Right. Another reason I think, you know, they're not, you know, they're not pushing their children to get into boxing because boxing takes your life away. It takes mm. your childhood away. Right. You know, you can't really get an education in there. And if you're trying to get an education, it's very tough. It can be done. But it's tough. You know, I remember I was taking college courses while I was in the Olympics. And when the Olympics actually happened, I had to, I couldn't do it no more. I told my professor, I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always training. Uh, If we're not training, we're sleeping. We're resting. And then we got to get right back up and do the same thing over again. So it's hard. This sport is hard. It'll take your life away. But if you can manage to do it and get to uh, an elite level, then you're winning. You know, the money until it's nothing like boxing. You can make anyone salary in the world in one night, one fight, mm. with the right fighter, with the right promotion, with the right, you know, gathering. Anybody salary in one night. And that's what's so special about this sport. But it takes time to build and get to that point. Well, I think the attention on boxing in America trickles down from the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. And that's what it has been growing up. And you talked about 
not even knowing who the heavyweight champion was. Yeah, it was overseas for so long. So I think you can be that beacon of hope and for boxing and interest because I will start. You give me shit all the time for like missing the Triple G fight and like watching it later, things like that. But like, as a big guy, like what I watched, like as American, like heavyweights was no, where it's at for yeah, boxing. And it's got to be there. Yeah, and, I, and I'm ready to watch every all the cards. And I love how many heavyweights was on y'all's card. Mm-hmm. But heavyweights coming back. If heavyweights coming back, then boxing's back. That's all I got to say. Most definitely. Well yeah. put. And um, that makes me feel like, um, you know, what we did that night, yeah. It's, 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 it's coming. Like yeah. I said, I wouldn't say it's complete, you know, because we still got a long way to go, but that was a start. That was a hell of a start. You, yeah, know? you talk about social media, it was championship week in college right. football. Alabama, y'all's fight was the number one trending topic on, on Twitter. Everybody was on talking about it. Next best was, like, talking about the Alabama-Georgia game, but that's how big y'all's fight was on a Saturday mm. night. It was beautiful. That's amazing. I didn't even know that. Yeah. You know. It's great. I live on social media. Yeah, so. that's, oh, that's, what, we, that's yeah. what we do. But speaking of football, um, you've been very outspoken about um, you know s- social justice mm. and, and community issues. You mentioned earlier on the herd that you know Muhammad Ali is a, is an idol of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's been a lot of talk around football. Obviously, the situation with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in contrast with the NBA, LeBron being outspoken about uh, more things now. Do you feel um, that you have a, a unique opportunity, being that you are a boxer and you don't have those governing bodies over you, you know, the like the NFL mm. and the NBA to, you know, kind of quiet your voice? You feel a, a bigger responsibility to to speak about those things? Um, I don't think I don't feel it's a big responsibility um, because this is something that's dear to my heart naturally, you know. Mm. So, so I don't look at it as a responsibility. Um, I just look at it as as, as loving my people. I'm, I'm prideful. I love my people. I love my culture, and um, and that's just bottom line. So when you seeing your culture being done wrong, it hurts. Man. It hurt. You know, I can admit I've seen. You know, I've seen pictures pictures of 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 slaves being hung. I seen this one man hung with his hands tied behind his back and feet on his and feet. You know, on his uh, fire on his feet. I'm like, how many ways you gotta kill this man? Mm-hmm. Why you gotta torture this man? When I look back, I you know, sugar babies, the candy. You know what they're based off of, right? Do you know sugar Mm-mm. babies? Mm-mm. Sugar babies is is is, is that's a rep, uh, resemblance of back in the day when they used to they actually used to use babies as bait to catch alligators. They would put the babies on this on this um, on this um, this log where the alligators would be in the swamps for to catch the alligators for the skin and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah, that's that's you know. So what, what do they got to do with sugar babies? Because that's oh, the brown the sugar for yeah. the is food oh, for the alligators. Black babies. Yes. You know so. Damn. You know so it's, it get it. Man, you know what I mean? It's it just it just so much. Like when you see so many different things over and over again, and and what we had to go through and see. Mm-hmm. When I used to look at pictures, I used to share tears because it was very saddening to me. You know, to see my people. And I always had a, when I first found out about you know civil rights and the, the segregation and different things like that. You know, I think I was in third grade during that time, or maybe second grade or whatever, when we started mar- watching Martin Luther King videos and different things like that. I used to always had a question of what have we done so wrong as a human race, or or or, or, or just as people? Mm-hmm. Like, what have we done so wrong? 
to deserve so much. Mm-hmm. As I've seen it in the history of time, because they don't really talk about the real history of it. Right. But if I see it in the history of time, they came to our ancestors' land, uh, ancestors' land to take them from their children and their land, and they killed people and stuff. Like we didn't bother no one. Yeah. You know, if they would have left, if everybody would have left everybody alone, then there wouldn't have been no such thing as slavery and, and, and different things. Like I can go back so far in the history, even in the in the because it started in Europe. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, the Europeans would say it's no, there's no racism, which that's a lie, because it started there. Y'all trade the trade route and all that started from from over there. Yeah. You know, that's why they feel they're they're better. Amer- uh, they feel like they're the proper Americans and stuff like that. They look down upon us and stuff. But it's so much dealing with that, and it's a, it's crazy that if you are a black person. You have to pay for you have to pay for the knowledge to find out the true history yeah. of what went on. Because Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. No, we're off right. that. We're done with that. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. Well, there's a lot I of, think we all collectively are on the yes. same page with Christopher Columbus <laughs> now. It, you know just, what I mean? There's a there's a I mean every person that identifies as African American can talk about learning about our culture in America and the pain that goes through that. But I would say this back to what you said originally, not originally about this topic, but a testimony is is the is what comes right. from this and, and what black people have been able to become in some of the most important positions in America is is it takes pressure to make diamonds right exactly exactly right. and that's what I'm saying and I think and I and I, I just want to say to you thank you for bringing that up and obviously you went viral. Uh, Getting after some guy mm. about his feelings. Radio Rahim. But you know they try to bait. They try to bait you and like you know what I'm talking about, man. You know, yeah. and that and that was just like you know just feeling everything. You know, when I was in Atlanta, one guy came up to me. You the you the you the voice of the the voiceless. You speak for us and whatever. And I I don't look. I don't do things just for attention because if anyone knows me knows that Deontay Wilder is a homebody. Mm. If y'all. No one ever sees me. No, I ain't at no parties. I'm not at no awards and stuff like. Cause I'm, I get bored easily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm all. I'm a homebody. I love being at home. Mm-hmm. I, I love being amongst my family and different things like that. So I never do it for attention. I don't even. I, I don't even like that. Some uh, celebrity and stuff. I don't want to be that. I don't. I don't care if no one knows me. I love my life private, low key. Mm-hmm. I love. I, if I do something, only I know, and that's it. Nobody else got, you know, I, I ain't with all that. So I don't do, I don't speak out when I have the opportunity just before, just because of that. When I speak out, it's dear to my heart. It's, a, my, it's a genuine situation. And my mouth is only the translator to what my heart is trying to say. So it allows me to lash out, to speak out. And the certain thing, I'll be very passionate. It's just, it's just when I speak, I think it's my deliverance, the way I deliver it, that makes people feel me. And when you feel in something, you want to share it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> oh, God. He, he can't get you. Preach, you preach too much, oh, my man. God. Start Boxing is in good hands with Dante Wilder. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, that, that is for sure. Man. Thank you. Uh, you are. You are. I got I to gotta elaborate on one thing. Okay. We, we got to stop saying we're African Americans because we're not. That's a term that they created for us to separate us. You know what I'm saying? Amen. It's, I, no, trust me. I, I but, listen. You, you, you know how it is too. You got to speak the language of people like recognize. You don't know what's going to offend certain people, but like I, I, I am 100 percent behind you on that. 
Thank you so We're much. We're not really worried about offending people around here. Not at all. I think that's your best. Not at all. I mean, <laughs> that's true. With, people with should know certain room. things. Yeah. I mean, it, yes. you know, it's the, uh, you know. Yes. You know. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the fight was great. Best of luck in the rematch. Um, we we appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah. Are you going to give a prediction? Yeah. yeah. I not, not, I know. Before we let you go, are you, so you went for the knockout this time. Are Correct. you going to go for the knockout in the second fight? I'm, I'm not, not as anxious as I did before because that's, you know, my style is what it is. Some people call it wild or whatever because they've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. But I'm very patient in what I do. And on that occasion, it, it just, the event and everything, just like I said, the build up to to feeling like the pressure, this is it. This is the moment that you can bring the heavyweight division back in America. You got the audience of the world right now. Make it count. And I, you know, and right. it just, the, the, it was just so overwhelming You got caught in the me. moment. I got caught up in the moment. Won't happen second it, it, time. It won't happen the second, Real second time, I promise you that. Real Manila. Real Manila. It was a rematch. Come on rematch. with it now. Come All on right, with so it. so does Bama win the championship? Most definitely. I'm always going for my my uh, my state. You know, I wish those guys well. I, I spoke to them before they got this thing started off, and um, I wish them well. Does Tua win the Heisman? Uh, he should. He's a great uh, athlete. I think he should, too. Actually. He should. Right. Oh, here you go. You, you want to play Notre Dame today? I'm sorry about that. Just, that's that's rude. All right, we have a guest in. You know what I mean? You got undermined situation, Brandon. No, appreciate you coming in. Uh, best of luck. Thanks Thank for being here. Appreciate you. blessings. All right, Brandon. What do you want for the holidays? I mean, more money would be nice. More money in your pockets is always nice. Yes. Well, this holiday season, you can give yourself the gift of extra money when you consolidate your credit cards with Lightstream. Ooh. Get a credit card consolidation loan with rates as low as 6.14% APR with AutoPay. That's much lower than the national average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. Plus, your rate is fixed. So as rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. Ooh. If you have good credit and want a great interest rate, I'd recommend using Lightstream. The holiday season, save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is go to lightstream.com joy, L-I-G-H-T. T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash joy. Subject to credit approval, rates include 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash joy for more information. Alright, what am I winning or quitting today? Okay. Video from February surfaced of Kareem Hunt involved in an altercation with a woman in the hallway of Hunt's Cleveland apartment complex. As a result, Hunt was placed on the commissioner's exempt list, released by the Chiefs, Under Armour parted ways with him, and Hunt did a live interview to apologize and says he hopes to move on from this. Joy, the Chiefs did the right thing by releasing Kareem Hunt. Quit it or quit it. Uh, Yeah, I'm going I'm to quit that. They, yes, they, yes, they yes. also had no choice. Right. Um, but, but yeah, because they, of the exemplars. They, they, yes, and because public outrage and whatever else, like yeah. it, they, of course, were going to release him. So they did the right thing. There's a lot going on with this story. Yeah. Uh, now the story broke on Friday, mm-hmm. and it's since been tossed over a million different times. And there's new stuff coming out now. Um, there's a couple different incidents that the NFL is investigating now um, where he apparently uh, got into a, a few other altercations. Right. Um, there's a couple other videos that of him. Um, yeah. So so mm-hmm. he, he's got an anger issue. I think that you can safely establish that at this point. But there's a couple different different. And you have to bear with me here just for a few minutes. 
when I saw this video, my initial reaction was not the reaction that I got from the Ray Rice situation. Now, no full idea. disclosure for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a domestic violence survivor, so I'm very well versed in every aspect of anything that has to do with domestic violence. So skip me with any of the nonsense that you're going to bring me, because I, because I, I'm more than qualified to speak about anything I want to in this regard, mm. without getting into too much detail. Mm. Um, but Ray Rice and this situation are not the same thing. Ray Rice hit his wife, who was speaking to him, knocked her out, stepped over her limp body, then dragged it out of an elevator. Picked up a shoe. His, his fiance at the time. Right. Girlfriend, whatever. Mm -hmm. Significant other, okay? This situation is not domestic violence. It's an assault situation. Yeah. He did not know this girl. They did not have an intimate relationship. It would be the equivalent of getting into a fight at a bar with someone. Yeah. This is not domestic violence. Domestic violence is very specific. There are many different levels of manipulation and emotional and mental abuse that go into a domestic violence situation that don't apply to this at all. So stop calling it domestic violence because it's not domestic violence. Like if you're going to be outraged, please be outraged at the right thing. Now, I know that's a specific thing to say, like, well, you're kind of focusing on the wrong thing here. He put his hands on a woman. No one should put their hands on anybody, okay? That's the first thing I'll say, outside True. of this not being domestic violence. I'm just laying out the facts here. Obviously, no one should touch anyone else. If everyone keeps their hands to themselves in this situation, we're not talking about this right now. Obviously, you should never hit a woman. I don't advocate for that at all. And where he lost it, he went over and kicked her. Yeah. You can't do it, okay? You just can't kick anyone. You specifically can't kick a woman, all right? Don't do that. Pretty safe to say. Especially right. after people were restraining you from doing so. It's to, a bad try situation. To make a the, the, the video is very damning, right. and the Chiefs did the right thing in cutting him, and obviously everyone's going to flip out because it's another video of a football player putting his hands on a woman. That said, <sighs> this situation is very complicated to me. I don't have the outraged feelings that I had when I saw the Ray Rice video. I just don't. I think that there is a major racial undertone, which mm. obviously haven't, hasn't been confirmed, but there are reports that she called him the N-word and spit on him. By the way, spit is assault in itself. Um, she was underage, two of them, 19 years old, in his apartment and was asked to leave. They, the one side of it is saying that she was hysterical in the hallway, banging on the door for half an hour. My advice is stop bringing back home girls that you don't know. No new friends, okay? That, exactly. I mean, I, I know that's that's kind of impossible to enforce. Like, you're a young guy, like, w whatever. But this should be a, a, a lesson to you that that's not a good idea. Right. Okay? And then, of course, don't put your hands on them. But th th there's just too much to this situation. Like, one, it's not domestic violence. Two, she's incredibly aggressive. She's coming back into the situation time and time again. It's not like she got, got, got hit and then she wanders off and he's chasing her down the hallway. Mm. She's... I mean, am I watching the same video no, everyone no, else is watching? I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like with she, you. she is attacking the situation. She, yeah. so is the other girl, actively involved in the situation, antagonizing what is already an elevated situation. He shoved her first. He put her hands on uh, hands on her. And that's what you get. You can't put your hands on women. But she's she's escalating the situation. She's underage, and there's a report that she called him the N word. I, I know everyone feels enabled to say whatever it is that they they want to say these days, and uh, like like. Mm. I mean, culturally, I don't know how to explain this to you. You can't do that. I know you think you can do that, but you can't do that. It might end badly for you. I know people are going to be outraged at what I'm saying right now, but the reality is that's 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 the truth. You can't go around calling people N-words and spitting on them, if that's what happens. Now, you can't hit a woman, but everyone's wrong in this situation. Mm -hmm. 
And more importantly, the only tie back to the Ray Rice situation that actually matters is once again, the NFL cannot seem to figure out how to properly investigate anything. How does TMZ get these videos and you don't? You're a multi-billion dollar organization. You have an army of investigators that pick apart every aspect of these kids' lives when they come into the draft. Right. Okay, so you know employees. what size toenails they have, but you can't figure right. out how to get a hold of a video? That you know exists. That you know exists! You know the video exists! Crazy. My thing is, let me just break this down, okay? And I, I can't, it just makes me, it just makes me mental, okay? You know the video exists. Get the video! Be the first because person to get TMZ it. is gonna get the video, dog. We know this! Yeah. Shout out to TMZ, you know what I I'm mean, saying? Like, doing the work, doing God's work. Like, what are you doing? Big J get journalism. the video, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Get the video! Why are you talking to him for? What, what, what are the Chiefs doing talking to him? Oh, what happened? In the, what happened? Okay. You have billions of dollars right. at your disposal. You don't even need that. You just need a little bit of effort. Just that much. Okay? TMZ can always get these videos and you can't. You know the video exists. It's a wrap. You might, if, the second you know the video exists, you should just expect it to be public. Yeah. Expect the worst waiting. and expect it to be public. Because other than that, you're just trying to do whatever problem solving you can for when it comes out and like having those ducks in okay, a row. Okay, but get ahead of it for yeah. once ever. I'm tired of hearing about this. I'm tired of hearing about all these these panels that you have and all these edu education programs and uh, all, you know all, all these active steps that you've taken to. First of all, you're not going to prevent domestic violence. This isn't domestic violence, but you're not going to prevent domestic violence. You're not going to keep bad situations from happening. Okay, right. welcome to planet Earth. Yeah. All right. Relationships. I mean, it just it doesn't even matter. Like people yeah. know that if you kill someone, you go to jail. People still kill people. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. All right. Bad stuff happens. So you already know that. You already know that this is a possibility, and you know that there's a video. Go get it. I don't want to hear anything else about it. It's unacceptable at this point. How many times this has got to happen? And then you're like, you're talking to me, a woman who in sports who who watches football, and you're gonna try and tell me that you've like made major steps since Ray Rice. What have you done? This is the exact situation. This is the exact same situation. What's different, dog? This is not hard. I, can you just explain to me how that happens? It's not a priority. They can say it's a priority as much as they want. And, and also, exactly. like, ha, but ha, how could it be a priority? What you've said about the complexity that goes into domestic violence, and obviously you said th this is not a case of that, but there's so many levels and layers to this to peel back. And at the end of the day, in all different alternate universes, at the end of the day, the NFL still doesn't know what to do about how to handle situations like this. And, and they, they have learned nothing over nothing, the years. Nothing. And nothing has changed. And you can't tell me anything has changed because it's the exact same situation. The second you know it, and, and for the Chiefs to say, oh, he lied, uh, okay, uh, okay, you lie to your kids every Christmas when you tell them Santa Claus is coming down the fucking chimney that you don't have, okay? So give me a break with that, all right? Like, he's wrong. Kareem Hunt is wrong, all right? Yes. There's no two ways about it. Kareem Hunt is wrong. You know better. Mm -hmm. You know what's at risk. You're the only one who's going to lose anything in this situation. Yeah. You have to know that. All of that is a fact, okay? But that doesn't excuse the NFL and the Chiefs for being incompetent in how they handled this. 
I, I just, I, I not, you have not proven to me that anything has changed. So my overall takeaway from this is that he's going to get another job. He didn't get picked up on waivers. He's not going to play for the rest of the season anyway. He did the interview. Uh, smart by him to get a, get ahead of it and do the apology tour because that's what that's what most people want anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is like this is going to go away. It's going to go away because there's so many things to be outraged over. Yeah. And by the time next year comes around, he's going to get a job because he's extremely talented. And it's not he's young. Up to, and he's young, and it's not yeah. up to the NFL to ban him. They can't ban him. It's up to a team whether they're going to pick him up or not, and someone is going to pick him up. I can yeah. guarantee you that. And quite frankly, like I'm not going to be outraged if they do because this is this is the world that we live in. Like I'm not going to I'm not here to pretend like everybody doesn't get an opportunity. Tyree kills on the Kansas City Chiefs. Ruben Foster just got signed. I mean, I, there's a whole list of examples I could go on right now. Yeah. All I'm saying is. As far as the NFL is concerned, I mean, can you just get can you just get ahead of something for once? You know, the kid got the video, made it public, had the whole conversation in the off season, suspended him for the first four games, handled it, and then we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Happened in, happened during the off season. Be wary. Last off season. Yeah, it's crazy. The end of last season. Yeah. I don't know, dog. What's next? <sighs> Moving on. Aaron Rodgers has had one head coach his entire 13-year career. This Sunday, that will change. And next season, he's hoping that the Packers' next head coach will get him to his next championship discount, double-check, whatever championship Super Bowl belt they get. A.A. Ron said this about the process of finding a new coach. I think there's an interest in who the next guy will be, an interest from him. But Mark and Brian will be the one. Uh, but Mark and Brian and I have a, always had good lines of communication. Whatever. Joy. Aaron Rodgers should not help decide the Packers' next head coach. Quit it or quit it. You know, I was on the other side of this. I thought that that he should. And then Chris Carter talked about uh, what happens in Minnesota when his coach was fired. I'm I'm blanking on both coaches' names right Danny now. Danny Green. Um. Yes. Yes, when Danny yeah. Green was fired, they asked for Chris Carter's advice, and they hired Mike Tice. Mm. Yeah, and mm. Chris said his his feelings were, um, "Wow, they really have no idea what they're doing. Because why are they asking me? I'm not qualified to make this decision." Exactly. Which is a very self aware position by by Chris Carter. Um, I don't think that Aaron. He's a Rod- Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers, who will be a Hall of Famer too, right. uh, has that level of self awareness. Um, mm. But. I'm going so that's the reason why I'm going to quit it. I don't think that he should be involved. Now I yes. think that he should like I think he should get along with the new head well, coach. Wait, it then. What? Should not help. Oh, okay, decide. then I'm gonna win. Yes, yes, I'm gonna win it. Good, 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 um good. look, Aaron is clearly difficult to play with. He is clearly difficult to coach, and he's very temperamental. He's very moody. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he doesn't get his scotch and his nice sweater, it's just not going to be a good day for everyone. Love scotch, sweaters, and shade. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, very much. Serving, serving shade, honey. Um, look, I I like Aaron Rodgers. I like the attitude. I like the the spunkiness. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I like characters and personalities. Because I, I that's the business that I'm in. So call me, call me selfish, but that's uh, I'm a content person. Right. So and Aaron Rodgers is quality content every time. Um, but it's not picking on Aaron Rodgers. Like he hasn't been great this year. It's not all my mccarthy's fault and i think i'm okay with firing mike mccarthy because i think over time 
the story gets old. Like you, you, you run weary of people, even if you like them. Relationships are 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 tough, and if you're working with someone and you're not getting the success that you want, somebody's got to something's got to give. You can't just continue to down this this path of right. mediocrity. You just paid Aaron Rodgers a billion dollars, which you can't get out of. So you have obviously the quarterback has to stay. It's just the facts of life. Yeah, like, everyone's let, upset Mike McCarthy's fired because he's a good coach. Like, he's a good coach. Go be a good coach somewhere else. It's time for a change. Well, talking about time for a change, the Packers' offense hasn't elevated. I mean, last year, Aaron Rodgers, this whole thing between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers really started last year, late January, when they f- didn't bring back his quarterback coach. Yeah. And he was like, well, why didn't y'all talk to me about this? Said in an interview, like, I, I think that I should be consulted on this. And he should be. But And then they hired offensive coordinator Joe Philbin, who, who is now the head coach, but he's only hired because he was OC when they won their championship. So they're reverting back to old ways of winning. Yeah. And in this area of the offense where it's clearly getting very, very – uh, creative and technically sound on offense. Hell, Aaron Rodgers is earlier in the season. He took a play from an offensive lineman. He was like, "Hey, remember the play we did last year? Let's run that to win." So the play calling it's so mundane. And I think that I think that Mike McCarthy should have gotten fired in the season or the beginning of the season. Firing right now really makes no sense to me at all. But I don't think he like deserved to keep his job or anything. But I I strongly feel like Aaron Rodgers and players on the Green Bay Packers should not be consulted when you're talking about who's going to be the franchise, who's going to be the head of the franchise, the head coach, years, years after Aaron Rodgers is even retired. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, If you are hiring a, quarter, a coach for the next uh, five years, then right. you're hiring the wrong person. Because you, yeah. you, you, it's the wrong you, mindset, period. You, and I don't think that the Packers are that kind of organization. They're an organization that clearly sticks with people for a long time, as you should. Stability is what you need to Steelers. win championships. So, yeah. um, But, you know, firing him during the middle of the season, like, whatever. Their season's over anyway, so it doesn't really matter. All right, what's next? You're right. Okay. The Golden State Warriors have controlled the Western Conference and the entire league for about four years now. The greatest player, not in the greatest player conversation, Kobe Bean Bryant, thinks the Lakers are taking over soon. El Negro Mamba said, enjoy the journey because we'll be in champ we'll be champions before you know it. Then we'll be laughing at the Warriors fans who suddenly came out of nowhere. <laughs> Kobe with the fadeaway shade. Joy, Kobe's right. The Lakers will be NBA champions soon. Win it or quit it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna win that. Kobe is right. They are gonna be champions soon. Yes. My prediction was next year. Yes. Um, I'm going to be right. And you look. It looks like it looks like you're right. Uh, I also think they're gonna be in the Western Conference Finals uh, this year. I may also be right about that. Ooh. We shall see how close to Nostradamus I actually am. Also, like yes, like the, the, the Nuggets. I don't care how good Jokic, uh, Jokic is. What, how you say his name? Jokic. Jokic. I don't care how good he is. I love how I love him. I love big centers. I love it. I don't. He's. They're not going. The Denver Nuggets and the Clippers aren't going to the Western Conference playoffs. No, we're not talking about them right now. I'm just um, Co- yes, much respect. Play- playing great. Yes, um, but that's not that's not what's happening. Kobe taking a jab at Warriors fans is hilarious to me. First of all, so amazing. Like I can I can understand where Warriors fans are coming from mm-hmm. because uh, look. The Heat, the Heat had a four-year run, and everyone accused us of being bandwagon fans, and that's fine. Whenever you're doing a bunch of winning, you do get bandwagon fans. Because guys... guess what? I'll explain this how, how this works for everyone. Okay. Um, in general, there are way more fringe fans, like 
fringe fans of sports than there are actual hardcore sports fans. Oh, of course. Way more. Okay. Yeah. So you, in your Tons. mind, your idea, like you sleep in your like, uh, you know, Cavaliers undies. Okay. Everyone doesn't do that. Some people have like families and stuff to do. Right. Okay. So they don't, watch, they don't sit down and watch every single game. They don't go to every single game. They have stuff going on. So they're like, oh, I mean, yeah, I like the, the Warriors. The Warriors are great. Let's watch the Warriors tonight. And then they're like, oh, I like Steph Curry. Like, they, people don't actually know. And guess what? You probably don't know either, all right? Because you don't sit around reading articles all day long and right. doing research. You, 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 shout, you just shout things. That's what we do with sport balancers. Ah! All right, mongrels. Okay, that's what we do. But like, the thing about it is, is there's gonna be bandwagon Lakers fans. Like, there's just because there are just LeBron fans, mm-hmm. just like there's just Steph Curry fans. Yep. Like, that's how it works. So, um, yes, there's going to be a lot of bandwagon fans that are gonna trot right over to the Lakers when the Lakers get Kevin Durant, and that's what it is. Ooh, that you're, so you're you're calling the KD move. I don't see what other move there is. I mean, Anthony Davis sounds nice. But is that for real? I don't know. Like, is that, I mean, it makes them better, obviously, but does it make them better than the Kevin Durant Warriors? I don't think so. The Kevin Durant. You're right. Where's Boogie go? You're right. A center center isn't the piece that's going to make them champions. I think that's that's the whole. All I want to say is we talked about LeBron James winning the MVP before. Oh, he's winning the MVP. Okay. LeBron is about to take a historically great franchise, the Lakers, back to the playoffs after they haven't been in the playoffs since 2013. And y'all think he ain't about to win the MVP? Oh, no. Who thinks he's not going to win MVP? There's people out there who think LeBron's not going to win the MVP this year? Yes, and I think and I think I would argue that they can they can feel that way. We just got done talking about the Greek freak. Uh, we haven't talked about the okay, Greek here's freak. Okay, here's a hardcore spoiler alert, <laughs> yes. okay? Um did we talk about Greek Freak yet? Yeah, uh, it was <laughs> late, later on in the show. Later on the show. Later on the show, we will talk about Greek Freak. Yeah. <laughs> we totally record this uh, linear, so yes. that's why we know that. We can right. tell the future. Right. Um, yes, LeBron's going to win the MVP. That's spoiler alert. There's no chance anyone else wins MVP this year except for LeBron. Who else, Honestly, who else could possibly do it? Stop giving out the MVP if they don't give it to LeBron this year. I'm I 100%. 100%. I mean, it's just silly. And stop giving out the Heisman, too. Nobody cares. Which just hasn't really been an interest. Like, two is going to win. It's not pretty interesting this year. There's very little hype this year on that, huh? Because nobody cares. Well, because everybody knows who's going to win. No one cares about the Heisman. Or is it Kyler Murray? Oh, Kyler, Kyler, win? Kyler oh, should yeah. win. Kyler He's should gonna win. He's going to win? He's good. He, when I found out that he was going to play baseball instead of the NFL, I was like, oh, he's going to let it loose this year. He's good. He's great. He's sitting behind Baker. Right, well, congratulations on winning the Heisman. Kyler Murray. Yeah. That we or, got there from a Likers conversation. Or Tua. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Jerry Jones is petty. Because mm. Jerry ain't going to let nobody make decisions for his team. Brandon just dropped his phone. That's what that loud noise was. Yep. Um, so Jerry, being very reminiscent of the Tony Romo, uh, Dak Prescott situation. Right. Ashley already grabbed the mic, by the way. Um, I, she's right. She's Saw waiting. She's peripheral. ready. Okay, that's it. It's good. Good. <laughs> Good peripheral vision by you. Um, point guard vision. Okay, so Jerry, uh, Lane Van Der Esch, who mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I, I joked about when the draft when the draft pick was made. Right for so. Um, Ashley was all behind it. I don't think I was the only one yes, uh, exactly. who thought that, that was kind of a stretch for the Cowboys. But he's turned out to be great. Yeah. So shout out to Leighton. Um, he has a very football name. Leighton Van Der Esch. He has a football collar, too. That cowboy collar. His neck? Yeah, that cow- yeah, the cowboy collar. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of Zach Thomas, actually. 
I, yes, I, I will. I will give you that just because I love Zach Thomas. Um, my mother was like, he reminds me of Jason. I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, well, he, Jason played linebacker in college. I was like, mom, ain't nobody talking about Akron right now. Um, so, the zips. Oh, hi, mom. Mom always comes yeah. back to the zips. Yeah, we're not, we're not talking about the zips right now. Uh, shout out to the Rubber Bowl, miserable place. Um, oh man, spent many, many, many nights uh, hiding in the uh, bathroom there because they got a new of the frigid cold. Yeah, they have a new stadium now. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful now. Yeah. yeah, that's where Jason had his um, uh, Hall of Fame party at. Have they retired his number yet? I don't know. Probably. Get oh wait, that. yeah, they did. I was there. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> never mind. The point is, Jerry. Yes, has, Jerry Jones. Sean Lee is coming back. Right. Okay, and Jerry has decided that uh, yes, he will get his starting position back. Well, no. Like this is what you were doing with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, and it was an ongoing anxiety Look attack well for that, for like weeks. That worked. They came out well. Yes, because they stuck with Dak. That's why it turned out well. Okay, don't fix what's not broke. All right, we, we finally got the Cowboys back. Interesting, Jerry. Don't mess it up. All right, we don't need Sean Lee coming in here and pulling another hammy in the first th- three seconds to throwing off all the energy. All right, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I just need the Cowboys to keep winning, okay? Because they get ratings and they're interesting. So just please stop trying to meddle with stuff. Stop it. No, he can say, I'm all, I'm the old school mentality for football. The Cowboys are like Notre Dame, old school and how they win games, just running the ball and playing good defense bend don't break type of defense Vander Esch should sit his little ass on the sideline his first year watch Sean Lee do his thing and then when Sean Lee gets hurt in the second quarter then he can come back and get he's still gonna get reps aren't they 4-0 with Vander Esch in or something yeah 4-0 yeah. and pretty sure he had what two interceptions Jerry yeah. Jones he's the been playing good and the Eagles. he leads the league in solo tackles I understand right Dang, the I didn't hot know that. hand I didn't know that yeah the entire league the NFL bad idea uh, it's, that's not important. Uh, it's very important for Jerry Jones, for those older guys, to lose their starting positions rather than just, uh, just rather than lose it by injury. You did lose graduating it. someone injured. and pushing someone All into right, the official Cowboys fan position is right. The hot hand. Okay, come hey, on. I happen to agree. For once, with Cowboys fans, I happen to agree. Although I think I'm pretty sure I agreed about the Dak thing too, because Tony Romo, Tony Romo, he no, that's not the thing to do. <laughs> that worked no. out well for you too. There's a Colin brings up a great point. You bring in Sean Lee to that linebacker core. It's one of the best linebacker cores in the NFL. Uh, Sean Lee's a great leader. Great. He can oh. be the best backup. Over there. Right behind that line. He'll get there soon. He'll get there sooner than you want while you are trying to rush Don't Sean Lee it, out. Jerry. And when you get Sean Lee out of that locker room, Don't you're going to see what that defense is really about. And it's going to get ran by those those defensive linemen. By Layton. And, and, watch, and watch when, that, watch, watch when the Cowboys start getting ran by the D-line. It's going to be ruthless like the 80s again. Can't wait. All right. Lit list. Is it? All right. So Jalen Hurts. Hey, that was fun, right? I'm... Time is a flat circle. All things are connected. God, I miss True Detective. History repeats itself. Are, are they making another True Detective? Thank God. Honestly, they should just re-air the first one. Yes, because the second one... Just we did, week you know, at a time. What did we do to deserve the second season of True Detective? Who did we wrong? Okay? Right. Anyway, uh, time is a flat circle, and in less than 11 months after Hertz was replaced by his backup Tua uh, in the national championship game... Hurt steps in for Tua. If you missed this, fourth quarter leads Big Alabama Jaylen. to the SEC championship game over the same team in the exact same building. By the way, Georgia, please stop choking. Like, it's just the thing. Look what the, the thing was that. Uh, okay? All we ask from you is to beat Alabama. You're, you're, you're up on Alabama. Just do, just get the win. I hear you, but losing the great list is not choking. Uh, it's it, enough, okay? okay? Enough with the, having the opportunity to beat Alabama and not beating Alabama. I've had it. 
All right. We we expect things from you. All right. All of us Alabama haters. That is true. Okay. And, yes. and you're not coming through for us. All yes. right. I, I get behind you. I don't care about Georgia. All right. And I'm there and I'm like, yeah, I'm cheering for Georgia. It's annoying when you cheer for a team that you don't care about and they don't they don't do what you ask. Is it too much to ask to just beat Nick Saban? Apparently it is. Anyway, very cool moment for Jalen Hurts. Uh, I thought Tua handled it very nicely. Oh, um, what is he, he going to do? I mean, what was Jalen going to do when he got benched for It's always fun to see good sportsmanship, you know? Even if it's fake, yes, Sportsmanship, I try it. Yes. J- I- you know what I'm out on, though? What? I mean, who takes that commercial seriously where the ball goes out of bounds and the kid's like, it's on, it on me, coach. I Who's mean, get the f- out of here. Who, that kid gets his ass beat. What's You've never seen the sportsmanship commercial? Oh, no, 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 no. I love that. I love that. I'm the guy in the pickup game that say, that was off on me. And then also. In the pickup game? We're talking about an actual competition. Well, the ball don't lie, though. Okay. First of the all. The ball never lies. First of all, there are certain things that you say, which just, just make it so clear as to why you're sitting across from me <laughs> and not playing in the NFL. And that is one of them. Okay. You do that on team I'm on, you're getting your ass beat. On site. I, I, I witnessed that. In volleyball, you were very unkind when I, exactly. I said exactly. your ball was no, out. No, it's not. It's not out. <laughs> All right? You, you got to lie and cheat to win. That's how it works. Anyway. Patriot um, way. Yes, exactly. And they got rings. Yeah, so does, so does Nick Saban talking about, talking about cheating and yeah, right. a certain uh, way of doing anyway, things. Anyway, so uh, David Fizdale. We like Fizz. Yes, yes, Take yes, that yes, for yes, data. yes, 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 yes. Um, he was asked how he was going to plan on uh, slowing down the Greek freak. He said, you got a tractor, you got a tank. Obviously, you can throw schemes at him and stuff like that. But the guy right now, to me, is the best player in the league. Ooh. And he's playing at the highest level. You got to throw the whole house at him. So he's coming for the throne. Shout out to Fitz for throwing that, throwing those flames out there. Those, if flame, anybody those can, flame quotes. If anybody can do it, it can be it's LeBron's friend, cousin thing, whatever he is to Fitz. Uh, I think he's just cool with him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the point is, I don't know. Like, he's not the best player in the league right now. I'm not going to get crazy. All right. But Giannis is 23 years old. Yeah. And That's scary. I mean, they, like, Giannis has 20, averaging 27.6 points per game. LeBron, 27.8. Giannis has 13 rebounds, so LeBron's seven or eight, I guess we round up. Six assists to 6.7. Like, they're kind of equivalent. Yeah, I hear you. They're kind of equivalent. And I really like the Greek freak. I love watching him play. But at the end of the day, when he said that he's loyal to the Bucks and he's not only winning yeah, that there, was disappointing. I stopped paying attention. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Giannis, you know, Giannis, like, we're going to need you to we're gonna need you to flip, yeah, yeah. flip back reverse. You got to go to somewhere where people care about. Because I, I can't. Please. Not with the uniforms. No, dis, no, whatever the no, cameras. There's poor Milwaukee, lighting in that building. No disrespect to Milwaukee. But like, Ugh. yeah, there's there's not a leafy vegetable in a, in a thousand miles from that place. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm just going to say it. All right. I, how many cheese curds can you eat? And I love cheese. All right. I mean, I eat cheese every Every day, but I like to mix it. Uh, I mean, come on. I, I know. I, Can I just get like a piece of lettuce? I just want. I just want when I watch Bucks highlights and I see Yenis and I see him going. I want it to look like film from from today, uh-huh. and not not ten years ago. Yeah, I also just want. I I, I just want something to eat that is not. I, every item on the plate doesn't have to be fried. Is all I'm saying. Okay. And I, listen, I, love, I love a good disgusting meal. I love right? a good combo appetizer. Yeah, all uh, bread. But stuff it can't on be all plate. three meals of the day. Right. Yes. You got to just mix in one green. Okay. Just just maybe like a bean, a steamed bean, if you will, will be sufficient. 
Muslim salt. It was tough. All right. Finally, the NFC East uh, race suddenly got interesting. Those, those Cowboys, they suddenly were disappointing. They were disappointing for most of the year, and now the, all of a sudden the Cowboys have decided to figure it out and start winning again. And uh, they are 7-5. and five. The sure. Eagles decided to win last night against the Redskins. Uh, although they, they tried to convince us for a second that Mark Sanchez was a, a quarterback again. Thanks for that. Uh, Washington, yeah, I mean, uh, sucks for Colt McCoy. Um, Washington, 6-6, six and six, and the Giants, you know, no one cares about the Giants. They're 4-8. and eight. But the NFC East, interesting. No, the Giants are going to continue to make things interesting at the throughout the rest. They're going to continue to beat teams that they shouldn't, like they did last week. Yeah, I mean, that's not just on them because they're not making the playoffs anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And like, you also have a chance, an opportunity to right the wrongs of you saying all that bad shit about the Cowboys no, not ready last yet. couple weeks. So the, okay. the Cowboys, uh, the not rest of their yet. schedule, they play the Eagles next. So that's really what it comes down to. Like, they play the Eagles at home. If the stupid Eagles figure it out and beat them, it, it changes a lot. Then they have yes. the Colts, uh, who just got whooped on by the Jacksonville yeah, by Jaguars, six points. Yeah, um, the Bucks, which is a win. And then the, the Giants, which, you know, those those like in-division games are always weird. So who, who really knows, even if the Giants are December bad. December in-division. And then the Eagles Crazy. have, uh, obviously, the Cowboys. Then they're at the Rams against the Texans and then at Washington again. So it's it gets no easier for, for Philadelphia. But, like I said, interesting. I don't know. The Eagles just... Is it with the Eagles? I don't know. I don't know what happened. So, it's, hard to, it's hard to get out of bed when you got silk sheets. I'll say amen to that. Also, congratulations to Golden Tate. Waking up. Not waking up. He, he found the end zone. He had a nice game. He had a, he had a nice day. He had a nice day for the Eagles, finally. Congrats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. These are the losers of the losers of the week. Okay, so this is a little old, but I wanted to address it because it bothers me. So Pat Beverly, uh, he got ejected against the Mavericks over the weekend. Yes. Um, he threw a basketball at a fan who was later identified as Don Nobbler. Don Nobbler would get hit by a ball. <laughs> The knobster, knobster was heckling him, um, and Beverly is claiming that he said, uh, "Fuck your mother." Mm. <laughs> I mean, wow. So, uh, Very specific. Anyway, he basically told, like, he he basically told security and he told the refs several times, and the dude wouldn't shut up. So he threw a ball at him, which I think was nice, actually. Yes, and that was a nice thing of him to do. I thought it was nice of Patrick Beverly to choose to throw a ball at him. So who's the loser? Um, the loser is hecklers. Oh, okay, because yes, nobody yes, gives yes, a yes. shit what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. I've been Colin asked me about this a while ago because I think we were talking about it with the Kevin Durant situation mm-hmm. from a couple weeks ago, where he told him to like just shut up and watch the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm very out on hecklers, and I'm very, I especially am out on fans that feel the need to involve themselves in the game. It's not right. about you. No one cares about you. No yes. one cares. No one. No one. Literally, no one cares. Right. No one cares. Like the guy who came on the court after Russ. Do you remember that? I think it was like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember yeah, it was. The, so the guy came on the yeah. court. No, 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 it was like right after the game. The guy came yeah, up, I mean. came yeah, onto right. the court, and Russ shoved him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's very nice of Russ not to knock him out because you don't. People are crazy. You don't know right. what this guy's about to do. You don't know if he's about to stab someone. Okay, I know. I know. Deontay said it, your adrenaline rush is fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. But like, I, in general, you right. don't want to be stabbed. Okay. Right. Yes, and generally. so, who knows what this guy's gonna do? People are crazy. Yeah. In this world that we live in, like you can't just have people rolling up on somebody and wrestling with that shit anyway. We already know that he's not with cell phones or any of it. So anyway, I'm a, I'm on Pat Beverly's side. I'm tired of fans being ridiculous. Colin asked me if I had ever be- heckled anyone. 
I can't, I can't honestly say that I haven't, right. but I will say the one incident that I remember being in an altercation with other fans was mm -hmm. when Jason uh, was with the Jets and he played the Steelers at home, not during the playoffs, which they lost, but during the regular season, it was freezing cold. Mm -hmm. I may have had a crown royal and I was just happy. Okay. Perfect. Speaking of win, 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 uh, all we do is win. Is, I, I just yelled, all we do is win. Uh, like, let's go. I was just, like, just like very vehemently rooting in a positive way yes. for the Jets. Right. But like, I knew I was bothering everyone around me, yes. but it was also, I didn't care because I, I just was going to do that. And I was swinging the Jason's Jets jersey as a terrible towel. And that was the ultimate troll, okay? <laughs> and, and, and it got to, it eventually wore everyone down. Like, it got to the point where people were throwing things at me. And they were screaming, like, shut the f up. The, 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 this giant man in front of me, huge human with this just ridiculous beard, just a straight, like, mountain worker. Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Turns around and gets in my, like, this far away from my face. And it's like, will you shut the f up already? <laughs> It was one of my proudest moments. And I uh, I just started laughing because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? I weigh 100 pounds. Like, are you, you're a grown man. You're seriously yelling at my face right now. He's asking and I'm you a not, question. I'm not, well, he was, he was asking me a question, which yeah. I did not ag agree to. Um, right. But at the end of the game, he apologized to me. And I was like, it's cool, man. Like, my brother plays. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh. Right, right. I know I'm annoying you, but like, you know, you just can't, you, you can't, can't do, you can't do that. Do like, like, it actually got to the point where people felt bad for me at that point. Like, the guy who's sitting next to me was like, bro, you can't yell in her face. <laughs> like, we're like, all, we're all uh, annoyed uh, by this woman. Right, but like, you, you can't, can't you're, scream, you yeah. can't get in her, like, this is all getting out of control. Right. Um, but, don't say your mother to, to, to players. I, I, like, I, just because he makes a bunch of money and you've paid one, Eight hundredth of that for that seat right. does not give you the right to say crazy shit to them. I, my one, my one faux pas with the hecklers college football. When you invite friends around or parents to games, and it's one of your teammates who's fucking up, and then your parents in there screaming. Oh yeah, like, yeah you can't. You got to be careful with that. You, you got because you, you could be right in the front parents, of the kickers. Parents, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've done that before. That is, uh, you, you're in the family section. You just always gonna be like, oh, it sucks. Like, you gotta keep it on the <laughs> Get low. Get off the field. <laughs> you gotta keep it on the low. Okay. Um, speaking of sucking, teams uh, thinking they're gonna instantly find the next Sean McVay. No, just stop it. All right. The Packers <sighs> fired Mike McCarthy, as we know. Um, everybody wants everyone wants their own Sean, little Sean McVay. Right. Okay, it's that's not how it works. All right, everyone would love a Belichick. Okay, you can't get a Belichick. Not you how it Sean works. McVay. Everyone would love a Popovich. Not how it works. Okay, everyone would love a Pat Riley. Not how it works. It doesn't go that way. A Pete Carroll. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. But but particularly Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. Sean McVay is going to get a lot of people hired. And a lot of people fired. And that is just the truth. Like, he has created this new wave, this, this California cool version of the Patriots, even though they have done no winning yet. <laughs> just want to put that out there. They're, they're very good. The big one. All right. You, you, gotta, you win a couple of the big ones before you start getting compared to them. But that's okay, really what that's the situation yes. is. There's, there's going to be a, a lot of movement in the next few years in the NFL hiring young offensive minds, which mm -hmm. I'm for all for the young thing. Maybe you want to throw some diversity in there. I don't know. Maybe you want to throw some... Brian you know, Lefkowitz, um, the offensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals that know, beat the some, Packers. Some diversity as far as gender. I don't know. Maybe throw some things oh, out there. Okay, but yes, yes, all I'm yes. saying is that is going to be the new wave mm -hmm. and all these teams thinking that they're just going to go out there and, and just find themselves themselves one of those. Like, just maybe just pump the brakes a little the bit. The Bears found Matt Nagy. No, no, no. It's the new wave. I'm just saying... 
I don't think it's that simple. No. There's going to be some definite busts in that category. Just people rushing out there to try and find somebody. True that. And finally, uh, Steelers. I mean, Ooh. what are you doing? What are you doing? Losing. Yes. In Games embarrassing in. fashion. Mm-hmm. Three offsides. He missed it. He missed it. And then he, he got blocked. Don't get me started with offsides. There was plenty of offsides all week long that no referee called. And it's just a free-for-all in the NFL. My thing about the Steelers is they have no discipline. And I, and I hate to be that. I hate to use that word because it's so get off my lawn. But, like, <laughs> damn. Like, so that, important. At what point does it come down to a situation like that you just, like, shape up? I'm cool with all the noise. I'm cool with all the fun. I'm cool with all the chaos. But just when it comes down to it, like, get focused for five seconds. Jeez. Waste. You still think they're going to win the Super Bowl? I not like that. <laughs> oh, not like that. That's no. Just not Situa- like that. And playoffs come down to being great in situational football. That True. is a situation where you fed up, okay? Yes. Not once, not twice, three times. And it's, it's unacceptable. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Not that the Chargers are some pushover bullshit team. They're not. But, like, you can't do that. I will I will guarantee that both teams that make it to the Super Bowl will lose in December. So, go out there. I don't know how, I don't know how weird that is, how weird of a, a throwing out, how take that is. But it's going to happen. So, this could be nothing. I'm saying that because it could be nothing. It was an anomaly. I'm not saying it. It's something. Okay? You can't be that undisciplined. Chargers are – can we respect the Chargers we finally? Got, I, no, respect the Chargers. Respect. Spec. And that's all we're going to give them is just – Spec. <laughs> Chargers, here's your spec. Spec. (laughs) What's in the culture report? Nico's culture report. Let me get serious. I'm sorry. Uh, Meek Mill has been home for nine months after being arrested for violating his probation by popping a willy in his hometown of Philadelphia. The rapper has spent all nine months working towards his fourth studio album, Championships which starts with a sample of Phil Collins singing In the Air Tonight and Meek Mill proclaiming Philly champions of the United States. In championships, Meek Mill goes on a social uh, goes in on social justice, America's flawed justice system, and so much more. Meek Mill shares the mic with plenty of heavy hitters, including Cardi B, Jay-Z, Future, Young Thug, LMA, and 21 Savage. This was classic mixtape Meek Mill, just spitting bar for bar over very popular records. What would you think of that album? Uh, I loved it. Yes. Listened to the whole way through, which is which is rare. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's a rare happen, thing to it's happen. Like, it's like about an hour long. Um, but the thing with the thing with the, that album is it's just smart. Like this whole tie, mm. what, it, what it made me think of, like as soon, obviously with the name, yeah. I'm like that's just smart. It's like I said with Queen. Like if you tie, if you are an artist and you tie yourself to sports, yeah. you're golden. It's just it is what it is. Like it's it's there's an intersect there, yeah. and it's a natural intersect. Mm-hmm. And I, like everything that went on with Philly and the and the Super Bowl and dreams and nightmares and like me getting out and everything just kind of kept kept came to this this perfect uh like trifecta yeah of he got out and went, went straight to the game right, yeah so it was perfect and I, I i like the album i think it's good yeah he said the whole the whole coming out's been a blur he said he couldn't rap or write rhymes when he was in prison because he just couldn't get over the fact that he possibly could lose x amount of years of life for popping a willy so right. when he got out is when he really just started living in the studio and him and drake have uh how did i not mention drake was on the album they they squashed the beef they're talking very eloquently about working together and just the importance of like what's really important so i, I, I love this new meek yeah also, there's just no beef anymore it's just not beef I, I've, I've been over this with you guys it's not there's no beef it's no there's, beef. It's, it's beef it's vegan beef okay like it's beef. It tastes like it kind. Of, it doesn't taste like beef. It's, it's like beef, but not really beef. It's, it's selling records beef. 
Exactly, which yeah. is which is in in ninety eight percent of the cases actually the thing. Oh wait, wait, what about when he said he was with he had a double date with Nicki Minaj and Jay Z and Beyonce, and Jay Z started playing music and Back to Back came on. You see that? Mm-mm. That's not important. That's not no because there's no beefs. <laughs> Just in the, but it's, nice, in the... it's nice that he's out now and he's making good music and he's getting along with everybody. It's, it's I'm, I'm what I told you. I'm here for it. I got stuff to do today, so I can't be following all these beats no, anyway. He had real I'm momentum. And he could have, he could have put a bad album out, and he came with straight. He's solidifying himself as one of the real MCs, which was something that he was getting away from when he was Nicki Minaj, just straight up. Well, I don't know. Clear no, hearts, bright eyes, can't lose. Amen. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank yes. you to Deontay Wilder, mm-hmm. who uh, who was just preaching. Mm. Just praise the Lord. He He's still on the high after the fight, I yes, think. Yes, yes. Uh, but he was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks to the world champ for joining us, Bronze Bomber. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please. Um, follow us on all of our social media pages at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod. Shout out to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast fantasy football league yep. um i am in the playoffs which is all that matters and i'm going up against uh i won last week of course and i'm going up against the unstoppable force aka level lavelle Lave- yeah love yeah i like level better it's it's lavelle lavelle you gotta say it like that too lavelle lavelle uh i'm going up against lavelle um <laughs> And who are you going up against? Uh, Adam, the chronic master flaters. Mm-hmm. He's got a Bobby Boucher as his avatar, so he's always, always loving that. Do you but, know that uh, Colin Coward has not seen Waterboy? Take his mic. I told him take that we the should. Mic. I told him that we should. He has not seen Waterboy and he has not seen Training Day. Yeah, Training Day. Well, I mean, that that's... King Kong ain't got <laughs> shit on me. Well, you told him... When you told him, when you told him he has seen Train Day and he said he's never seen Raging Bull, I was like, oh my gosh. I've never seen Raging Bull either. I, neither have I, but I'm saying that's such like a, it's just like a, you, you were like, what? Me either. Uh, no, it's just like a, it's a cultural retort. It's like, no, we're not, we're talking about Training Day. Yeah, right? we're, we're, not train, we're not talking Bull. about Raging Bull. Okay. <laughs> Raging Bull. No, no, no. Like, if you follow it up by like, I've never seen Training Day and I've never seen He Got Game. And I'm like, okay, like we got some stuff to teach you. Right. Okay. Right, but, right. but I, we don't, we, I haven't seen Raging Bull. I'll yeah, watch really. it. Everyone calm down. Yeah, yeah. I wanted him to say, I've never seen Soul Food either. Yeah, no. Oh, Godfather is on Netflix. I'm about to spend all weekend watching it. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Yeah, I have also not I'll watched. I have not watched Godfather. What? I know. Just piece it up. What? Thirty minutes at a time. Oh, listen, I don't have six days <laughs> to watch a it's movie It's on series, Netflix now. Okay? I'm saying we can do it. I feel like that's something that you watch. Yeah. I mean, I've seen movies. Next I just haven't seen report. all of them. Next culture report. I'm giving my recap on Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> my heart. Uh, the Godfather is someone's culture. Okay. No, I hear you, John. It's the no, God. No, it is. You know, it's a, it, Godfather made everybody feel like they could be a gangster. Yes. Right. But then, you know, we got Goodfellas, and it's like, if right. you've seen Goodfellas, do you really need to see Godfather. Yes. God, yeah. God, like, good, I, no, no, Goodfellas. Really, you need to really watch Goodfellas. I, yeah, no, Goodfellas. Well, Someone argue yes, and I have seen not I. I've seen. If you really, if you've seen Bronx Tale, like, hey, hey. Hey, I'm living with you. You know, Goodfellas. In my imagine, in my imaginations, Goodfellas is is Godfather with drip, right? With some drip. Goodfellas drip. is Godfather with with drip. With drip, That's it. a little swag. Yeah. I think I can get behind that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Goodfellas is really the movie. It's. I mean, just, what's the What's the other one we're missing? Um. Oh, remember the Titans. Oh yeah. Of course. Great movie. Anyways, na 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 na. 
Hey, hey, hey. Good you know how people call me blue in high school because my that was fat the ass. the beginning of the podcast. You had to, you had to say something else. Oh yeah, my bad. That's fine. Goodbye. <laughs> maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh.